0: Good morning, everybody. Welcome back to Good Morning Fantasy. It is Tuesday, February first, and today we have another fun one. We're going to be talking about my 2022 Super Bowl predictions, and we're going to be doing a 2020 rookie redraft uh, from the 2020 Dynasty rookie class. It's going to be a fun show today, guys. It's going to be a good one, and I hope you guys are having a great day. It is 8:30 a.m. as usual, and it's going to be another great episode. Let's get started with talking about the Super Bowl predictions. Uh, AFC and NFC Championship games this weekend were absolutely incredible. The NFL playoffs this year, honestly, was like the best I've ever seen in a very long time. I mean, who can remember the last time we saw a playoffs this good? I mean, multiple overtimes, multiple insane games. I mean, in the divisional rounds before uh, last, the conference championship round, we uh, we had four games and then a game-winning field goal. And it's going to be a, uh, hopefully another Super Bowl that's an amazing game. Caution's here saying that was your idea for the rookie draft. Yeah, it was. Uh love you. Uh <laughs> I love you. you. You wanna come on the uh, Akash? I didn't know you'd get up this early. Do you wanna come on uh you can come on the show if you want right now. Or you can come on the next show if you want. I don't care. If you're if you're free right now, you can get in here. Let me know in the chat. Anyway, Akash I'm Akash might to hop in my uh, my handsome, handsome uh, man over here. Might hop in the show. Uh but yeah, today we're gonna have a we have a fun show. We have a Super Bowl, uh Super Bowl matchup breakdown and a twenty twenty rookie redraft dynasty stuff. Uh, it's gonna be fun. Uh, gonna be looking at that 2020 class of Joe Burrow, Justin Herbert, Jonathan Taylor, Clyde Edwards-Helaire, Justin Jefferson, T. Higgins, Henry Ruggs, J- uh, Jalen Rager, T. Higgins, C. D. Lamb, Jerry Judy, uh, and much more. It's gonna be a fun one. I have the ADP pulled up over here from 2020 rookie drafts. So, mm-hmm. Kosh, said he's having breakfast right now. Ruby might be asleep. If you're going in 15 minutes, I might if he's awake? Yeah, I'll be going for 15. For 15 minutes, I think I want to do every show for at least 20. So, I should be here, Kosh. If you come back and you're ready to go. But anyway, let's talk about the uh, the Super Bowl matchups here. NFC Championship game. We had the LA Rams versus the San Francisco 49ers. I personally predicted that the 49ers were going to win because they had won uh the last six meetings between the two teams, between the 49ers and Sean McVay's uh, LA Rams. But uh, the Rams did not uh, get upset by the 49ers this time, and they actually took care of business. It was a close game, though. Uh, D- Debo Samuel tried so hard to carry the 49ers to victory, but Jimmy Garoppolo held them back as usual. Uh, they also dropped a huge game-winning uh, potential interception really late in the game. I don't know if you guys have not seen that yet or not, but the 49ers uh, D, uh, defensive back had an interception right in his chest, man, with his hands out ready for it, and he just dropped it. It was it was uh, pretty depressing for them, <laughs> uh, to be quite frank. What's going on, Cameron? Good morning. How are you doing? Welcome uh, welcome to the show. Uh, ha- oh, Gosh, can't talk. Thank you for being here. And then on the AFC Championship side, we have the Bengals and the Chiefs. That was one of the best games I've also seen in a very long time. Joe Burrow were doing, was doing superhuman uh, things in that pocket, man. He broke out of so many sacks and so many plays that should have been taken down behind line of scrimmage. There are at least, like, four screenshots of plays where he just has the guys, like, wrapped all around him in the backfield. Like, multiple, like, 300-pound defensive linemen. And the captions always like, this play was a first down. And it's absolutely ridiculous. He did so many uh, incredible escape artists, like moves in that game, man. and Burrow carried the team to victory by only giving up one sack with his ability from the pocket, because if he didn't do that, it was probably going to be at least five sacks that game, at least. Like if Big Ben Roethlisberger was back there, like old Big Ben, that was at least a five-sack game for the Kansas City Chiefs, and that makes a huge difference in that game. I mean, we saw what happened down the stretch for the Chiefs there, when Mahomes already getting sacked over and over again, and then it was really interesting as well to see how hard the Patrick Mahomes and the Kansas City Chiefs fell off a cliff on offense because in the first half they were red hot they were scoring touchdowns every single drive they went into the halftime of 21 to 3 and they also were had the opportunity to go up 28 to 3 uh they had that goal line touchdown drive at the very last second there that did not get in yeah ben is ass absolutely gosh you're so correct about that he's terrible thank god he's retired though a uh, quick sidebar uh who do you think steelers are going to have a quarterback next season jimmy garoppolo might be the guy honestly I think they're going to go after or at least do their research on guys like Aaron Rodgers and, uh, you know, Deshaun Watson and Jimmy Garoppolo. But we'll see. Akash says in the comments, uh, was. Can't believe I get to say that. Pinch me. I'm dreaming. <laughs> oh, Akash. Oh, you. He's, he's very excited that Big Gun retired. Uh, I am too, though. I really am. I think it's time for the organization to move forward. I mean, honestly, he was a bottom five starting quarterback in the NFL by the time the season ended. He just, the arm strength was gone. His ADOT was like two yards every single third and long. I felt like I watched the ball was going underneath the sticks uh, below the change. It was terrible. Akash says they're going to end up with Tyrod or something. Good luck. Dude, I swear to God, if they end up with Tyrod Taylor at quarterback, I'll be very upset. But Literally all I want right now, all I keep saying every day, is, is as long as it's not Mason Rudolph or Dwayne Haskins going for the starting job, I'll be happy, and that is very true. They are so terrible. They are not good. Haskins has a higher sling because he has a better arm strength, but Rudolph is a better like processor, I guess, but he's still not good. They're both really bad. They're both backup-level quarterbacks, and I think if the Steelers roll them out there as a quarterback competition, uh, they are in you know, for a decade of immense pain and suffering. Uh, so I think we really need to go out there do our homework. Excuse me, it's still early for me, I guess, guys. Uh, I think Kenny Pickett from Pitt is also a decent option in the draft. I also like Matt Corral a lot. Mitch Trubisky, um, I mean, yeah, I I like Mitch. He's not bad. But, I mean, to be honest, I personally would much rather have a one-year bridge gap guy, like a Teddy Bridgewater or something, or Jimmy Garoppolo, and then wait for the 2023 draft class and then spend up and try to trade up for a top-tier quarterback uh, prospect. Because, I mean, eventually you're going to have to out that bandage and go for the, the franchise guy, right? I mean, you're not going to win Super Bowls going from bridge gap quarterback to bridge gap quarterback. It's just not the way it works. So I think eventually uh, I'm going to want them to draft a guy. This year I don't think it's the year, though. I mean, if they do draft one, cool. I think Matt Corral is decent. I think Kenny Pickett is decent. I think Sam Howell is decent. decent. Um, but I'm not a huge fan of any of those guys. I, mean, I, I still have to do the, my, my film research. But from what I've heard... Uh, I don't know. We're, we're picking 20th. I don't really know how many top guys are going to be available there anyway, uh, but it's going to be interesting. We have another question from Akash here. LaVisca Chanel or Gabriel Davis and Dynasty? Uh, I'm going to go Gabriel Davis personally. I, I really don't like Gabe Davis that much, as I mentioned on yesterday's show. Um, but Laviska is interesting. I, don't, I just don't know if I'm going to spend so much time waiting on a miracle to happen there in Jacksonville. I think he is very talented. Don't get me wrong, but I just haven't seen anything from him the last two years. And Gabriel Davis has at least shown nice flashes. And in the playoffs, we saw a monster game. So I'll take Gabe Davis currently. Also for a sell high, I would also like. I would also like Davis. Um as far as like straight up value goes. Gabe is worth more. Uh so obviously I, I would prefer him on my roster. 100 percent 100 percent Akasha said I'm not enough of a Gabe disliker. Dude, I really don't like him. I really don't. But I don't I don't think Visca is worth uh, that much more than him at all, personally. I, I, I like the situation for Gabe Davis more. Even though it's not the best, uh, I think I like it more than Chenault. But that's okay. Uh, moving on here, so Super Bowl matchups, guys. It's going to be the Bengals and the Rams. I think the Rams obviously have a team advantage, especially on defense. I think on defense, I think the Rams are a good matchup for Cincinnati and as far as defensive schemes go because uh, Jalen Ramsey can completely take away Jamar Chase. Uh, well, not take away. I mean, he's going to get his still. But he's going to be taken away enough to where the L.A. Rams don't have to double-team Jamar Chase every play. Don't have to worry about him uh, getting doubled. So they can focus more of the energy on T. Higgins and Tyler Boyd. And T. Higgins has been a problem for teams who have been trying so hard to key in on Jamar Chase. We saw it with the Chiefs last week. They put up over 100 receiving yards with T. Higgins. And uh, Tony Romo kept saying, if you're watching the broadcast, T. Higgins is the key to the Bengals winning this football game. And it was absolutely true. Higgins really, really was the motor for the offense for the Cincinnati Bengals, especially with C.J. Uzama going out with a, with a apparent knee injury. He got some MRIs after the game, and it looks like they came back pretty clean, so that's great. Gabe Davis is McCole Hardman. He could be, Cameron. He could be. I don't know. I mean, honestly, but is McCole Hardman that bad? I mean, he's better than Visca Chenault, in my opinion. Not in Dynasty. Not in Dynasty at all. Uh, but as far as, I think, season value, I mean, who had a better season this year, McCole Hardman or Vizca Chenault? I feel like Visca didn't do anything, personally. Not too sure, though. Uh, but Super Bowl-wise, I think the Rams match up with the Bengals really well on defense. Marcus out scaling is a great example as well, absolutely, uh, for Gabe Davis. But I think the the Rams' front seven is going to give Joe Burrow fits as long as he doesn't do a, some magician act again this week, which he could. I don't know. Joe Burrow's a great player. Um, but Aaron Donald, Dante Fowler, Von Miller, those guys are going to give Joe Burrow nightmares. They're going to have him like Sam Darnold seeing ghosts in the pocket. Uh, and Jalen Ramsey's going to take away Jamar Chase. I think it's a big matchup for the Rams on defense side. I think I think they have a huge advantage there. And then obviously the Rams' offense is very good. So Matthew Stafford's been a bit turnover-prone down the stretch here, um, and he's been doing that for the end of his career recently. But that's okay. I think I think that they're going to have enough success with the run game with Cam Akers, Henderson, and Sony with Shell. they a nice three-headed monster back there. Cooper Cup's going to get his. They have some good cornerbacks on Cincinnati. Uh, Chidobi Azu, uh, Azu, what's his name? Awuzie. Uh, he's been really good this season, but I don't think he's good enough to with Cooper Cup. Cooper Cup is incredible this year. Um, I think he's going to get um, uh, a ton of points. Dante Fowler is a Falcon. Who is the other guy then? I'm I'm stupid. Von Miller, Aaron Donald. And who's who's their third pass rusher? Who's their third guy? Kosh, let me know. Uh, I thought he was on the Rams. Oh well. Aaron Donald and Von Miller are still more than enough to give it, uh, to give Aaron to give uh, Joe Burrow a run for his money in the pocket, though. Absolutely. Uh, I think I'm going to take the Rams in that game straight up. I think it's minus four right now in Vegas for the Rams, which I think is a fair line. I honestly probably would like the line more at minus three because I do think this Bengals team has a ton of fight fight in them, and this game will absolutely be close, in my opinion. I don't think this is going to be a blowout by any means because Cincinnati Bengals, Leonard Floyd, that's who it is, Leonard Floyd. Uh, Leonard Floyd, Aaron Donald, and uh, Von Miller. Those are the the three big Rams pass rushers. But I think the Rams defense matches up with the Bengals too well for me not to take the Bengals from a a team-picking standpoint. But quarterback play goes, I mean, I think Joe Burrow's been hotter recently than Matthew Stafford's been. I think he's been better than Matthew Stafford's been recently. Um, So it's going to depend between those two guys who you prefer as far as QB talent. uh, I personally am going to lean with the the L.A. Rams uh, offense as well as the defense just because I think, I mean, you got a good three-headed running back trio to pair up with Odell Beckham and Cooper Cup. And Matthew Stafford's been playing pretty well recently. But Joe Burrow has better weapons and he's been hotter recently. So, I mean, I think these offenses, honestly, are pretty equal. uh, But the defense, I'm going to give the edge to the Rams. So, with that being said, I think I'm going to take the Rams as my Super Bowl prediction here. Uh, I I think it's going to be a really close close game, and I think it's going to be a really good game. But the thing is, is can the L.A. Rams hold off Joe Burrow and keep him from going red-hot nuclear-level quarterback play? Because we've seen him do that this entire playoff run. He's been extremely hot. And he's been finding ways to win. And that's the way the Cincinnati Bengals operate. I mean, so we saw yesterday or two days ago on Sunday, they were down big in the first half. This came out of the second half, changed their entire defensive scheme, it seems like, to get the Chiefs ice cold. And then the, the Cincinnati Bengals' offense figures it out at the same time, which is absolutely remarkable, honestly, from a coaching standpoint. They fixed everything in halftime. It was it was very, very impressive, in my opinion. Also, can we talk about what happened to Patrick Mahomes? He fell off a cliff in the second half especially in overtime they got the ball first you're thinking oh they're gonna go down the field and score here no not at all Patrick Mahomes they went three and out with an interception Uh, Mahomes threw three very interception worthy plays in a row first play on a screen pass out in the flat to his running back or wide receiver I forget who it might have been Jared McKinnon way over his head sailed it right over his head and if the defensive back was more paying attention he could have easily picked it off second play another near interception play I forget what happened exactly there and then the third play actually intercepted. I was granted it was a great play by the Bengals free safety, Jesse Bates, but I mean Mahomes, man, he blew that game really hardcore uh for the Chiefs there. And it was it was not a good sequence of events at all for that team or for his legacy. Uh which is really sad for him because I am a big Mahomes fan. I personally think Mahomes is the most talented quarterback we've ever seen in the NFL. I know it's a hot take. Um I think he's extremely talented. I mean he's been in the AFC championship game at least in every single year before first four uh career seasons as a starter which is absolutely ridiculous um he's so good uh but a quick sidebar do we think Clyde Edwards-Alaire is going to be the starting running back for the Kansas City Chiefs next season it's been a sin a season plagued by injury for Clyde I think he's been a very good running back when he's been on the field still um but I do think that Jarek McKinnon and Daryl Williams are going to have their fair share if Jarek McKinnon stays around I think his contract is F. if I'm not mistaken I believe it's a one-year deal uh, meanwhile, Daryl Williams, though I think he's I think he's with the team long term still. So Clyde and Daryl, I think are going to have a bit of a split. But I do think Clyde's still going to be viable for fantasy football. I think he's going to be a flex play, not an RB two, not an RB one. I think he's going to be like a flex play kind of guy uh, with RB two upside. But I don't think Clyde Odellaire is going to be a world a world breaker next season at all. Acosta's in the chat. His legacy will be fine when he gets to the AFC Championship game next year. Yeah, you're right. You're right. Uh, Cameron says no, no on Ceh. It's a timeshare. Yeah, I, I, it might be a timeshare. It might be. It might be him getting a, a lead back while getting uh, supplemented by guys like Darrell Williams. I honestly think that in the beginning of the season, when he was playing full games, he looked good. When he was healthy, he went out. He he still has that low center of gravity. He pinballs off people. He's a nice change of pace back. Um, you know, I, I think Fly Edwards alaire is a good NFL running back with great receiving. Uh, profile, but they just don't give them the ball in the passing game very much. And they saw we saw Jared McKinnon get heavily util- utilized in the passing game in the playoffs for the Chiefs. A lot more check down style of offense, a lot more attacking the flats on offense. So I'm gonna be very interested to see what happens uh, for Clyde edwards next season in the Kansas City Chiefs. All right, guys, we got some water real quick, and we're gonna move into our next segment, 2020 rookie redraft. Guys, hang on one second. All right, we are back. Let's go back into the 2020 Dynasty Rookie Redraft here. No, Redraft Dynasty Rookie Draft. I want to pull up this ADP over here on from this website. Dynasty Rookie Rookie Draft ADP. All right, as you can see, guys, at the time, the 101 was Clyde Edwards-Helaire, and that it, turned out to be a huge mistake. 102 was Jonathan Taylor. 104 was Jerry Judy. 105 was DeAndre Swift. Oh well, sorry, it's just average. So number one was Clyde. Number two was Judy. Sorry, Taylor. Number three was Jerry Judy. Number four was Swift. Number five was J.K. Dobbins. Number six was CeeDee Lamb. Number seven was Camp Akers. Number eight was Justin Jefferson. Number nine was Henry Ruggs III. That's a big yikes. Number 10 was Jalen Rager. Number 11 was Joe Burrow. Number 12 was T. Higgins. Number uh 13, or first pick in the second round, Brandon Ayuk. The 202 was Antonio Gandy-Golden. The 203 was Tua Viola. The 204 was Denzel Mims. The 205 was Zach Moss. The 206 was Aviška Shinalta. The 209 was Justin Herbert. The 210 was Michael Pittman Jr. The 211 was KJ Hamler. The 212 was Brian Edwards. Some more uh, players down deeper here. We have uh, Antonio Gibson in the third round. We had Joshua Kelly in the third round. Uh, Jordan Love in the third round. Chase Claypool in the third round. Uh, Cole Coman in the third round. Van Jefferson in the third round. Uh, and that's about it, guys. I'm gonna go through the first 24 picks here for you guys. Uh, on the rookie redraft. It's gonna be very, very fun. Akash said, I'm good to hop on for the 2020 redraft. Excellent. I will uh share you the invite in your Twitter DMs real quick guys. Akash is gonna be joining us for the redrafts, which is gonna be very fun. We can go picks back and forth. I'm not too sure if I want to do a super flex or a one QB redraft here. I think we're gonna go for a super flex uh for a more typical dynasty fantasy football uh format for you guys. I think it's gonna be really interesting to see where these quarterbacks go off the board relatively. Uh, relative position to the running backs and wide receivers, because there are some very high-end running backs and wide receivers in this class as well. Across cross-check your Twitter DMs. I just sent you the leak to the stream yard. So make sure you hop in here in just a second. It's going to be very interesting. I think that we uh, the, the 101 and 102 are most likely going to be quarterbacks for flex here, and then we're going to have some running backs go off the board, some wide receivers. This class ended up being absolutely loaded with guys. I mean, I mean, Jonathan Taylor, Swift, Jefferson, Burrow, Herbert, I mean, talk about studs, Higgins, Claypool, Gibson. I mean, this class was incredible, top to bottom, seriously incredible. Such good depth all around. Uh, how are we doing? It? No, we don't have a sleeper league for it, Akash. We're just doing a – we're just going to go go with our picks one by one, and we're just going to put it in the chat over here uh, on StreamYard so we can see our picks, and then I have the ADP pulled up right here to help us give a sheet of the players. So whenever he gets in here, we're going to start with the redraft, guys. Uh, while, we, while we're waiting for a cost, let's talk more about some uh, some Pittsburgh Steelers stuff with their quarterback situation. Do should they draft a quarterback or do a free agency bridge gap quarterback situation? I honestly don't really know which I prefer at this time. Uh, I think it's going to come down to the NFL draft process, how the combine goes for the top rookies, how the pro days go for the top rookies, how the draft board shakes out with mock drafts, and what direction everyone's going. Everyone thinks they're going to go uh, with rookies in the draft. Um, but right now, I think I prefer, honestly, a free agency bridge gap quarterback. And then from there, drafting a guy next year. Akash is here. Hello, handsome. What's up? How so much, dude? All right. Uh, do you want the first pick or the second pick? I really don't care. Um, First pick. All right, bet. Uh, You want to do Superflex or Superflex. All right, bet. So with a 101, is going to be going to Akash. with the first pick in the 2020 rookie uh, dynasty redraft, who are you taking?
1: Superflex. I'll go with Herbert.
0: Justin Herbert coming off the board with the one hundred and one, totally understandable. Uh, Do you think he has a better long-term future in uh, in dynasty than Burrow?
1: I just have him higher, and he's produced more to this point, so pretty pretty easy to me.
0: Fair enough. All right, uh, I'll have because we're
1: redrafting in twenty twenty, right? Not right now. We get we get the first two years of their career. What? Do we get their first two years of their their career? We're going like travel back in time to twenty twenty, not just picking for no.
0: I'm thinking like. Like, knowing what we know now, who would you pick?
1: Yeah, knowing what we know now, but...
0: Oh, we're going back in time to 2020. Yeah,
1: so that we get the production for 2020 and 2021, too. Okay, I don't, really think, I don't really
0: think that moves the needle for me very much, but that's okay. Yeah. Uh, I mean, it'll
1: change for a guy like Cam Akers, who didn't produce anything, but still carries value, because we expect production in the future, right?
0: That's fine. That's fair. All right, so the 101 is going to be Justin Herbert. For me, I'm taking Joe Burrow with a 102. Big surprise. I'm keeping a track of the draft board in the chat on uh, Streamy Artikosh.
1: All right, nice, so you're nice.
0: on the clock with the 103, my, my good man. Who are you going I'm on? going with Jefferson. Really? Okay. Yeah. Justin Jefferson coming off the board with the 103. That's, yeah. a, that's, a, that's an interesting one. So he's, I mean, probably the Dynasty wide receiver one right now. Uh, isn't it crazy? Okay, it's pretty crazy, though, that the Dynasty RB1 for most people and the Dynasty wide receiver one for most people were both in this draft.
1: Yeah, this was a really good draft.
0: Really good draft. So I think I'm on the clock with the 104, and this pick's gonna be a smash for me. I'm taking Jonathan Taylor here at the 104. Uh clear cut yeah. dynasty RB one in my uh in my opinion. And I probably would have taken uh Jonathan Taylor at the one oh three is because of the scarcity of, of running back in fantasy football. Uh long term, especially in Dynasty. I want to have that valuable long term dynasty RB one asset. But I totally understand a cost taking Justin Jefferson for the you know the longevity. Yeah. All right, you're on the board. Uh, On the clock with the 105
1: here. I'm going to go with, if I'm not missing anyone, DeAndre Swift.
0: DeAndre Swift taking off the board at the 105. Crazy, man. Another top three dynasty running back right there in the same draft class. All right, I'm on the clock at the 106 here. Let me take a look at the draft board. I'm not too certain who I'm going to take here, honestly. I know who you can take. Ooh.
1: It'd be a pretty easy pick.
0: Uh, well, that makes it seem like it's really hard, uh, really easy for me. So hopefully, it will truly sad. <laughs> Um There's two guys. I'm definitely in between here. I think I'm gonna go with huh. tough one. Actually, I don't know why. Yeah. I'm to go with Antonio Gibson personally. I don't know. Oh, I don't know. okay. Who who would you have taken there? I mean, you're up. You're up next, so you'll be able to get him. Higgins. Higgins. Okay, that's fair. That's fair. I, yeah. I still prefer I still prefer TD Lamb over Higgins, but I know you do not.
1: Yeah. So, T I Higgins totally get you off- get Lamb falling keys, so it works out.
0: So, T Higgins going off the board for you at the 107? Uh Yeah. All right, so, all here's right. how our draft board looks right now Justin Herbert, 101, Joe Burrow, 102, Justin Jefferson, 103, Jonathan Taylor, 104, DeAndre Swift, 105, Antonio Gibson, 106, T Higgins, 107. And I'm on the clock with the 108, and I will be taking CD Lamb at the 108.
1: Seems viable. Nice one.
0: Thank you. Thank you. Who you got at the 109 here, sir?
1: Hmm. Um, who's available?
0: There's still some pretty good players left.
1: Yeah. Damn yeah, looking at your ADP.
0: Pretty good, pretty, uh, plenty of good ones. There's Claypool, hmm. Jefferson Komet. you got uh you got Dobbins, Akers. Yeah. And IU, then Tua.
1: That's all I, I, I was
0: thinking. Oh, we're Jalen Hurts too.
1: Nah. <laughs> I might forget about him. Um, it's between it's a uh, I don't know, I think I might go with um acres or dobbins here or Which one uh, you pick? or ah oh, man, that's tough um
0: I'm anxiously waiting your answer.
1: We're living the zero r b lifestyle, right so. Say fuck it and go with Ayuk.
0: All right, I like it for me because I I, w- I would not have taken Ayuk there. All right, one ten. I'm okay. smashing J.K. Dobbins. J.K. Dobbins is a huge dynasty buy for me. He was one of my favorite prospects coming out. Loved his film, and I think he's going to have a huge season next year for the Baltimore Ravens. Coming off only toward ACL, I think. He's a good pick. Great. Take it? You J.K. Fun, Dobbins is the one ten for me. One eleven. You're back on the clock here, my good man.
1: Go with uh, I'll go with Acres.
0: And Acres coming off the one eleven here. All right, I got two picks in a row here at the 112 and 101. No, actually, no, I don't. We're not going to do that. We're not going to do that. Okay. Uh, I'll, do, I'll go 112. You go You go uh, 201. All right, yep. uh, let's see. Who's left? We got Clyde left. We got... No, Ayuk's gone. Um, Claypool's still there. Tua's still there. Hmm. I think I'm going to take Tua Togo Viola here with the 112. And it's super yeah, flex. I think that's good value.
1: That is good value
0: you're on the clock with the 201 here sir
1: hmm Let's see who we are rocking with um
0: a little bit more thin
1: hmm?
0: sorry i said it's starting to get a little thin
1: it is but he has good value even if i'm not a big believer in him and he's had good production so far like production over replacement so i think i'm just gonna bite the bullet Unless I'm missing someone and go with Jalen Hurts.
0: Jalen Hurts. I mean, I liked it. I was actually going to consider it with my next pick. I liked it. Jalen Hurts cool. in a Superflex and a redraft right there is a great value in my opinion, especially with this, uh, his rushing upside. Yes. Two two. I'm back on the clock. I'm going to bite the bullet here and take a guy that uh, used to be way higher in, in uh, ADP. I'm going to go with. I'm going go with Clyde edwards Hmm.
1: All right. Well, I know who I'm picking. Then that makes my decision a lot Ashton, easier. Go ahead. Um unless I'm missing someone. Pittman seems like he's, yeah, he's gonna be wide receiver too. Not Pittman bad, here. not bad.
0: Yeah, I like that. And I'm gonna bounce right back here at the two oh four and take Chase Claypool. Yeah, that's okay. nice I like him as you know. All right, 205 are flying here down the draft board. Who you got here at the 205?
1: Hmm. Looking at a couple guys. Heavy um, rugs. Huh? <laughs> no. Heavy rugs. No, you've lost you've lost your mind. Um I think I'm going to go with AJ Dillon here.
0: All right, AJ Dillon, I like it. Yeah. Do you think he has do you think he has a high upside in Green Bay going forward?
1: I think he can be a fine RB2. I don't know.
0: Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I think I think we could see a bit of like Chubb cream hunt ish I didn't
1: I don't know if it was like I I think we're going to have more than like Nick Chubb level receiving, which is the key to becoming like an RB1 instead of an RB2. But he seems like a, he's been a good rusher both years. Um, He'll eventually eventually—he'll keep earning more work. He's done so every year. But, uh, yeah, it's going to be more of a 50-50 split between him and Jones.
0: Yeah, I think it'll be a pretty even split as well. All right, uh, come up here to the 206, I got Cole Komet, uh, tight end for the Chicago Bears. I think it's pretty good value here down all the way at the 206. Uh, Up, to, up next to you at the 207 here, we're trying to run out of players fast, my man.
1: <laughs> yep. Let's see what we got here. Um, we are running out of players. That is, we tough.
0: really are. We really are running out of players.
1: Um, let's see then. Um, looking at who's gone so far and who is yet to go,
0: our draft board so far for a recap is- Herbert, Burrow, Jefferson, Taylor, Swift, Gibson, Higgins, Lamb, Ayuk, Dobbins, Akers, Tua, Hurts, Clowards, Allaire, Pittman, Jr., Claypool, A.J. Dillon, and Cole Komet. In that order.
1: Yeah, hey, man. I think I might just go with um, James Robinson. He's fallen far okay. enough. Okay.
0: All right. You know, the
1: Achilles injury, not great. And the uh, – See what happens with him in his uh, job. But I think he's shown enough through two years that um, when he's healthy, he should um, should be fine. I don't think that he's going to be have some magical Cam makers recovery, which was just insane and divide all odds. But I don't think he's going to be like Dante Foreman and wash out of a league and get cut by multiple teams. Yeah, absolutely. Somewhere in the middle.
0: All right, uh, 208, I have a pick I'm pretty happy with here, honestly. I'm going to take a Chanel 208 right here. He's just sitting there.
1: It's a good one. It's a good one. So you <laughs> agree with me that you like Visco more than Gabe Davis?
0: I forgot about Gabe Davis. He's not even on my chart, I don't think.
1: Ah, that's tough. Well, you There's a few players here tough. that aren't even on my
0: ADP. So. I'll give
1: you a do-over Keep that just in mind. so I can get Visca.
0: No, it's okay. Go ahead.
1: Okay, it's your loss. Okay. Um, I'm simply just going to have to pick... Gabe Davis here. Then I guess
0: Gabe Davis coming off the board at two hundred nine here. Very interesting. Very interesting. Two ten. I'm I'm gonna take a value here, especially in Super Flex. I'm gonna go with Jordan Love sitting here at two ten. I think uh, I think pretty much panned out exactly what we thought for Jordan Love. He's gonna get a shot next season probably if yeah. uh, if Aaron Rodgers is gone. So I'm totally fine taking him here. All right, up to you with the 211 here, sir. Second, last pick for you. Second, the last pick of the entire redraft. You got, oh
1: man, we're gonna have to stop eventually. That's all right. All right. Yeah, That's tough. fine. Um, I'm gonna go with uh, let's see. Let's see. I think this guy slipped through the cracks a bit. Okay, I okay. would have picked him earlier if I saw him, but yeah, Mooney hasn't gone yet, right?
0: Wow, yeah, you're right. Darnell heard, Moore, I
1: didn't uh, notice, and so I guess I get it as a steal.
0: There you go. Darnell I would have picked him above there,
1: and Gabe for the record and James Robinson for yeah, the record. Is. All
0: right, here with the 212, my last pick of the draft is going to be a guy by the name of Van Jefferson. I'm a big fan of Van's uh, low-key. I think he's a good player, and I think eventually he'll get more opportunities based off of departures for the L.A. Rams at wide receiver. So in to okay. uh, I'll take Van Jefferson here.
1: It's a good pick this late, yeah. Yeah, I, all was, right. gonna, <laughs> I was gonna, gonna that pick Ben Jefferson uh, until I realized Mooney hadn't gone yet. That's hilarious.
0: Yeah, I have no idea how Mooney didn't go. But a yeah. recap for the draft here, guys: uh, 101 Justin Herbert, 102 Joe Burrow, 103 Justin Jefferson, 104 Jonathan Taylor, 105 DeAndre Swift, 106 Antonio Gibson, 107 T. Higgins, 108 C D Lamb, 109 Brandon Ayuk, number uh, 110 J.K. Dobbins, 111 Cam Akers, 112 Tua. No, uh, 201, the 112 to 201 turn, both quarterbacks. 2-1 Jalen Hurts. 202 is going to be the uh, Clyde Edwards Alaire. How the mighty have fallen from the 101 to the 202. Uh, Pittman Jr. go down to the 203. Claypool at the 204. AJ Dillon at the 205. Cole Command at the 206. James Robinson at the 207. LaVisca Chanel at the 208. Gabe Davis at the 209. Jordan Love at 210. Darnell Mooney slipping through the cracks at the extreme value at 211. And Ben Jefferson at 212. All right, that's all I had planned for today's show. So I think it's time to wrap Leave okay. a comment
1: down below of who you think has a better team. I'll
0: probably tweet it out actually after this. Okay. That's good. Um, it's me, by the way. It might be. We'll it see what the people decide. We'll see what the people decide. All right, guys, thank you so much for watching another episode of Good Morning Fantasy. I'll see you again tomorrow morning at eight thirty or wherever you're watching this replay. Thank you so much. Akashley. Bye to the people.
1: Bye, people.